and a very warm welcome to you all uh, to our Daily Bear podcast. It's Ruth here again and it is Friday. We've made it to Friday already. It is, uh, I don't know what the date is, 4th, something like that. Yeah, it is the 4th. And I um, hope you're all having a good week, whatever it is. It's nice for me to actually be live on a Friday. Um, and that's because I have got a funeral today, another one. And uh, yeah, so this is quite a nice one, nice family, which is good. And uh, the family are doing lots in the funeral, which is always helpful. Anyway, enough about that and my working day. I will, um, let's begin our prayers. This is quite a nice, pleasant morning, actually, isn't it, really? It's quite a little bit of, little bit of blue sky. Um, my lawn needs a cut, so I might try and uh, tackle that this weekend at some point. Anyway, let's pray this Friday morning. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O that today you would listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah. On that day at Massa in the wilderness, when your forebears tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long I detested that generation and said, This people are wayward in their hearts. They do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So our reading today comes from uh, 1 Thessalonians, we're still in chapter 5 and today it's verses 12 to 15. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 12 to 15. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. So now carrying on with the irresistible revolution. Not too long ago, those of us at the Simple Way were about to speak before a congregation. The person doing the introduction said, These folks are a voice for the voiceless, and something inside me hurt. I gently corrected them. Everyone has a voice. I know many amazing people have used the old voice for the voiceless line. Oscar Romero, Mother Teresa, even the book of Proverbs but it just felt strange. Perhaps we are too quick to assume folks cannot speak for themselves. We are not a voice for the voiceless. The truth is that there is a lot of noise out there drowning out quiet voices, and many people have stopped listening to the cries of their neighbours. Lots of folks have put their hands over their ears to drown out the suffering, 
Institutions have distanced themselves from the disturbing cries. When Paul writes in Romans 8 that the entire creation is groaning for its liberation, he goes on to say that we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly. This is the chorus of the generations of seemingly voiceless people that we have joined, and God has a special ear for their groaning, regardless of who else is listening. It is a beautiful thing when folks in poverty are no longer just a missions project, but become genuine friends and family with whom we laugh, cry, dream and struggle. One of the verses I have grown to love is the one where Jesus is preparing to leave the disciples and says, I no longer call you servants. Instead, I have called you friends. Servanthood is a fine place to begin, but gradually we move towards mutual love, genuine relationships. Someday, perhaps we can even say, say those words that Ruth said to Naomi after years of partnership, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. And that's when things get messy. When people begin moving beyond charity and towards justice and solidarity with the poor and oppressed, as Jesus did, they get in trouble. Once we were actually friends with folks in struggle, we start to up. Once we actually, once we are actually friends with folks in struggle, we start to ask why people are poor which is never as popular as giving to charity. One of my friends had a, has a t-shirt mar marked with the words of the late Catholic Bishop Dom Helder Camera. When I fed the hungry, they called me a saint. When I asked why people are hungry, they called me a communist. Charity wins awards and applause, but joining the poor gets you killed. People do not get crucified for charity. People are crucified for living out a love that disrupts the social order, that calls forth a new world. People are not crucified for helping poor people. People are crucified for joining them. So now our common worship responses. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. So our prayers today come from um, Common Prayer by Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro. Firstly, a uh, reflection. In his book Life Together, Dietrich Bonhoeffer says this to us. Innumerable times a whole Christian community has broken down because it had sprung from a wish dream. The serious Christian set down for the first time in a, in a Christian community is likely to bring with him a very definite idea of what Christian life together should be and, tr and to try to realise it. But God's grace speedily shatters such dreams. By sheer grace, 
God will not permit us to live even for a brief period in a dream world. The sooner this shock of disillusionment comes to an individual and to a community, the better for both. Lord, give us the imagination to dream and catch glimpses of the life you intend for us to live. Show us how our individual lives are entwined with those around us and help us to live so truly together that we embody your good news in this world. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you uh, once again for joining me. Uh, I look forward to being with you again tomorrow, Saturday. I hope you have a good 24 hours, whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Um, I think after this funeral this afternoon, I am going to have a chill out afternoon, I think, probably. And although I am going spinning tonight, which is good. Um, but I think I'm going to might chill out and watch a film, although the cricket's on tonight. There's another 2020 cricket match on at six o'clock, so I am likely to be watching that as well. So I'll have to see how the afternoon goes. I'll, um, yeah, have a relaxed one though is my plan. Have a good one, whatever it is that you're doing, and uh, I will be with you again tomorrow. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.